But without further ado, let's go to the Roman guest line right now. And joining us from Props.com is Patrick Everson to talk some AFC and NFC Championship lines. But first and foremost, just got a text from the bosses. And they told me to ask you about BetMGM Nevada. I mean, uh, I'm, I, I think we need to know about that, Pat. What, what happened? Records were broken? Like, what, what's going on? Records were broken. First off, thanks to the three of you for having me on tonight. I appreciate it, as always. And Saturday was a record day and uh, with, with those two outcomes, with underdogs outright in both games and unders in both games. This is what Scott Shelton of Bet uh, he, of BetMGM Nevada. He's worked at he's worked with BetMGM for you know like twenty years, and his boss Jeff 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 Stomach has been with Sportsbook out here in Vegas since like the mid '80s. So Scott said, "I don't recall a better day ever." Wow! Yeah. The double dog the double dog money line wiped out all parlays teasers. Everyone will be starting from scratch tomorrow. And so I texted him back, and I'm like, "Ever? I mean, you didn't have like a Super Bowl." that fell just right, and because of the volume that was bet, it was better? He's like, no. This was better than any day we've ever had, ever. doesn't matter, even though, it was, even though it was only the divisional round and even though there may have been some Super Bowls that landed right and were a particularly good year for the books. Nothing better for MGM in the, at MGM's Nevada books than what happened on Saturday. And then Jason Scott, who oversees all of He's a VP of trading for all of BetMGM nationwide. He texted me. He didn't stay up late Saturday night. I texted him Saturday night. He didn't get back to me. He's like, hey, I went to bed. <laughs> straight, after the, straight after the games, I went to bed. But he, uh, he called the dream results, obviously, and I'm sure you know the three of you have discussed this already. But he said, uh, when I dig into the number, it was a record day for us in Nevada, including all previous Super Bowls. That's how huge that was. Just an amazing confluence of events to get two underdogs outright and two unders that just wiped everybody out and like almost nothing rolled into Sunday. Um, so they were, uh, it was, and, and, and look, that was this, that wasn't an unusual result. I'm sure other books were in that same position. It, there was, <laughs> let's just say no book said, Ooh, that didn't work for us today. That absolutely worked for them so well that even one odds maker told me on Sunday, it doesn't even matter what happens. Wow. That's really interesting. Doesn't, and he, doesn't matter. <laughs> that's really interesting given the fact that, like, we also had a very interesting result in the Bills-Chiefs game. Like, so, Pat, I took right. all underdogs, and that Bills, that Bills loss ended up blowing out the underdog oh. parlay, which then ends up, I think, like, for anyone who's playing contrarian, that Chiefs win kind of – destroys their bets as well like that's that's really really interesting does that bills did that bills game or like how did sunday end up playing out well i think that that honestly it went pre- it went pretty well obviously i think the, uh, i think there was two way action at a lot of books on on the first game on the rams bucks from from what i saw but uh for whatever parlays might have existed still or the new ones created as people came back to the counter on Sunday and started over. Right. Um, those were probably running the Bucks, so I think they were fine with that. Where the books were in a tough position, and unfortunately, it hurt you as well because it didn't come out the way you needed it to. But people were betting the Bills money line. They were on the Bills money line. I mean, I was seeing ticket counts of two to one, three tickets and money of like two to one at some books, three to one at others. They were absolutely on Bills money line. So, had the Bills prevailed, 
that would have certainly dinged them pretty good. For that game, I don't think it would have really impacted the weekend too terribly bad, but there was definitely a, a very high level of interest in Bill's money line, and I think that was even before the weekend. It probably picked up steam after what happened Saturday and, and people watch, you know, watching the first game unfold on Sunday, and they're like, oh, man, we got a fire on this. It's an all-dog weekend, so they thought. But, uh, no, it, couldn't, it probably couldn't have unpacked much better than having a tremendous game at the end of the day, and, you know, bookmakers were telling me, look, the Chiefs are going to be a little better for us tonight because of the money line situation. It was a very evenly bet game at, 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 a, at a few different books that I spoke to, Trista, but they were like, Chiefs are a little better, even if they cover, because we are seeing so much build money line cash. And Pat, so that was obviously one of the best NFL games ever, but the Chiefs look really good ever. right now. And, you know, a couple ever. weeks ago, the Bengals – Knocked them off, and you know they won that game right. by a field goal. Joe Burrow got injured in that game, but there was a ton of offense, and the Bengals open up. There were some six and a halfs there, but now it's at seven and a half over at BetMGM. The Bengals seven and a half point dogs, minus one fifteen. Where do you see that line heading? Do you think it stays as is, maybe goes back down to seven? And where do you think the uh, sharp and public money are going to be in this one? Because I feel like the Chiefs are going to be a play most likely uh, from the public side. I feel like that's going back to seven. I'm not really? sure when bet him. I, you know, I'm seeing other books. I, I don't think it's like painted seven across the board. Um, I just did an update from another book a little bit ago, and they were sitting at seven flat minus 110. Um, it was the total that was really on the move early in that game. So, I, I, I mean, maybe it doesn't go back to seven. I'm not sure it goes higher, though, because and, – and now, look, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing a little bit here because the, the email that went out this morning from BetMGM um, – in fact, they were already at seven and a half, and but tickets and money were almost tickets were two to one, and money just short of two to one on the Bengals, and yet the spread had gone up a half a point. So, you know, if if if, if you're already seeing tickets and money like that on Cincinnati at seven and a half, I'm not sure you're going to give them any more than that. Although you start to get into some of these sort of deadish numbers where, uh, you know there's not necessarily much of an advantage. Games don't end with eight-point differentials often. Um, but I'm kind of surprised that Ben and Jim sitting seven and a half. It makes me wonder what, uh, you know, they, I would assume there was some sharp betters. I assume that like Kansas City if they, if they go to seven and a half. Because, yeah. for example, I'm looking at the Superbook, and they've been pinned to seven pretty much the whole time, and it's seven flat. So uh, that's, that's fascinating, the, the Ben and Jim seven and a half, especially looking at the early tickets and money. Leaning toward the uh, leaning toward Cincinnati, there. Um, I'm going to use this time to say one thing, Patrick Patrick Everson. I just watched Mike Muscala shoot a three with one second <laughs> remaining for in a game they couldn't have won. They're down by four. The spread closed at one and a half. It's a bad beat. Muscala oh shot a three for OKC, and OKC loses the game 114 113. And the one-and-a-half backers like myself for the Bulls, we all cry. A lot of them are tweeting me now like, that's the worst bit I've ever seen. Mike Muscala, you are not invited <laughs> to bet MGM tonight ever. Like, that. that's that's sick. Trista, go ahead with your question. Pat. Uh... Wow. I can't – like, I can't – Mike Muscala out of all people, Pat. Like, play, I'd rather you shoot the ball with one second to go than Mike Muscala. I don't even know what Mike Muscala looks like. I know he shouldn't be shooting the ball right now. Sick. Pat. I had a little bit back in the day. I might have made it. He might have made He might have made it. Uh, 49ers, it was a war against the Packers. Like, guys are mm-hmm. f- falling, like, left and right, like, dropping like flies. Seems like everyone is banged up. Whoever was going to win that game would be severely hampered going into the, the winner of the Rams-Bucks game. 
How much do you think playing a game like that affects them going into the Sunday's game against the Rams, and how much does that change the line? That's a good question. I'm not, I'm not sure that it, – it, it certainly doesn't seem to be doing much negative to, to the 49ers at this point. Um, I mean, the, the Superbook, which is one of the books I talked to early on, and, and BetMGM also gave me some numbers early because I was literally inside the Mirage Sportsbook as the end of that 49ers Bucks game unfolded, which was just riveting. It's, there's no better place to be than in a big sports book when a big game is having crazy things happen. And last night, same thing, obviously, even last night on steroids with the, with the Bills and the Chiefs. But look, when it was 27, when, uh, when, when, when it was 27-3 Rams, and books started putting this number up. And you, again, you, you three have probably already discussed this a little bit, but books started putting numbers up when it was 27-3 Rams against the Bucks. And they went, and one book that, that I talk to that I note with you every week uh, for opening lines, they went up at four. And actually, it was kind of interesting. The first bet they got was from a sharp player who played the Rams, and the odds maker I spoke with said it's because some offshore shops had actually opened a little higher than four. Than four. But he said pretty much – you know, soon, very shortly after that, money came the other way on the 49ers. There was sharp money coming in on the 49ers, and they went straight to three. They went straight from four to three. Um, ultimately adjusted and went to three and a half. I think that's where that, that book is still sitting now, three and a half, yes. And the, he said, look, we've got sharp bets coming in on the, on, on the 49ers. The public is already betting San Francisco as well. He said the 49ers are a hot team right now. It's, it's worth paying attention, though, to those, Trista, so it's good of you to bring it up because people aren't, maybe aren't necessarily thinking about the injury impact and how physical and tough a game it was. They're just thinking this team is 6-1 and one straight up in ATS in the last – or 6-1 and one straight up and – or 6-1 and one straight up – 6-0 and oh straight up 5-1 ATS in their last six games against the Rams, 6-1 and one straight up in ATS in their last seven games in o- overall – but there's there's more to read into it than that, and you definitely want to keep your eye on on the injury report this week. Do you no think the, Do you think that means that the line could actually go up as the injury reports I mean, start to like resurface closer to kickoff? Oh, I think I think it I think it could if they don't if they don't get a, if they don't get a little healthier. Um, but uh, all things being equal, if somehow they you know health you know get a little healthier as the week goes on and players are able to practice and so forth. And, um, you know, it helps them a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. This is the later game on Sunday. So, um, and the 49ers played Saturday, so they've got an extra day here, basically. That could, that could play into it as well. All things being equal, I don't know if it's going back up, uh, if, they were, if they were seeing sharp play on the, on, on the Niners at four. But, again, those injury reports definitely have an impact. So, if, if you see late in the week that the Niners are, are still dinged and, and, and may not have some key players and key positions and not just skill players i mean if your line's banged up or whatever and you can't protect the qb or or get to the qb or what have you those those can have an impact uh, as well they're not gonna you know they're not a defensive player generally is not gonna like add a point or take a point off the spread but if you've got a you know like cluster of injuries that might impact the number uh pat we only got about 60 seconds give or take but uh, i think the packers losing on saturday had to be big for as far as liability super bowl futures but i bet you the chiefs at plus 120 right now especially you know at that price are a big liability uh what's the biggest liability what's the best result for the book as far as super bowl um odds futures and like liability and whatnot because i'm looking at the Bengals at eight to one i'm sure a lot of people aren't rushing out there to bet them though yeah and that's and the, and the thing is 
really, most of the books I've talked to, the Chiefs have not necessarily been a bad result. They've been a really? very short price all season. They've yeah. been a very short price all season. Keep that in mind. So it's not. It may not be the best result, but I don't think it's their worst result either. Uh, the most recent update I did on this with one on maker said, look, the Packers far and away were their worst result. Um, and actually the Patriots were second and the Packers were seven times worse than the Patriots. So they got rid of both of those in back-to-back weeks. So I think generally they're pretty glad about that. I will tell you, there's one odds maker I talked with that said the Rams are really bad for them. And then there's another one I spoke with that like the Rams and the Titans are our best results. So they lost the Titans, but they still have the Rams alive. So really it varies from book to book to book, but I would say any team that slid back a little bit, um, you know, Longer odds, the Bengals could create some issues with some long tickets, but generally speaking, people weren't really firing on them until maybe these last couple of weeks, and now they're you know kind of too late. Yeah. You could have got them 150 to one preseason. Wow! And they're in their win total was six and a half, and now they're a game away from the Super Bowl. That's crazy, Pat. Thanks so yep. much, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. You guys have a great week. Thank you, you Pat. Patrick Everson of Props.com joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Pat knows his stuff. When we come back, final hour, final segment of the show here at BetMGM tonight, I will use all of it to talk about how I never want to see Mike Muscala play basketball again. (laughs) I promise.